0: Hello, <laughs> welcome to the Dance of the Soul with Regan Forrest and I, and we're both blessed to have you here. Uh, today is going to be a good day to, to talk about this because I feel like we're all kind of like going, Ooh. I don't know how many others la- last night had a hard time sleeping and all that kind of stuff, but I felt like I would have been in another world all day <laughs> energetically. So it's one of those things you got to do what you got to do and be blessed with what you're doing. So, today we're going to talk about the human body because that's about being here. You know, we really need to be here in this lifetime to really appreciate it because, you know, there's so many messages we get through our day to day and life to life that, you know, a lot of times when we get back to our bodies, our world shifts and changes so much because we're not necessarily all weird and and going other places so i want you to remember though that coming back to the body the mind the soul and the emotions because so many of us are out there wonder what's out there wondering what's out there what, you know but we got to come back in it's that breath in the tide comes in the tide goes out the breath comes in the breath goes out so how can we do so regan thank you i was giving regan a few minutes to get his breath and everything because he just came from a long yeah day of a session yeah and oh my gosh what a strong person you are to go through a lot of that you know well i'm, I'm energized to come and do the show
1: yeah it's like uh, doing these sessions that i do where people actually go to heaven and back uh, uh when they're in this trance state and there it, it's like uh even for me uh time seems to cease you know like i look and i went oh my gosh like we started at 9:30. Day was it four now? So that was that was about. Uh, they can do my math here. About uh, seven hours or so by the time you know we started. Usually sessions are about five, but this particular person um, had a lot of work to do on the other side and a lot of health issues uh, that were. That, and we're talking about you know, it goes right with our topic today because so many of our health issues are caused by our, you know, of course one thing the choices we make and what we eat is one thing. But the other thing is about the emotions that we carry inside. And when we don't deal with them very good, they show up as uh, health issues,
0: Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And so we can talk about that a little bit today too. Um, So um, I just love doing these sessions. I have like uh, my busiest time ever in the eight years I've been doing this now. It's like I have uh, four sessions. Well, I usually don't do two in one day, but one, the only way we could do it, it to work out is if I do a Zoom session for her tomorrow, but I have a session in the morning. So I have a little bit of time in between. So I've got to take care of my physical self too, you know, Yeah. We're talking about, you know, uh, to make sure I get enough sleep and which I'm not real good at. Sometimes I push it, you know, and, you know, burn the candle at both ends and it shows up after a while, you know, so, um, but uh, now that um, Natasha with uh, angelic clarifications is one of the best mediums around that I know. Uh, and, uh,
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean, gosh, I just I think all the time of just how much you've helped me uh, and and so many of my friends and um, and just sometimes it's just the little things or the insights that you have, you know, that, that, you know, like with me a few times, you had a few insights and I went, oh, wow. And then I'll I'll shift a little bit and then something positive will happen, you know, that way. Um, And uh, so today, so um, what do you want to talk about today?
0: So today we're going to talk about emotions and how our, our, um, when we're not dealing with life in a way, you know, when we're, when we keep putting life out off, sometimes it does affect our bodies in the way that we don't necessarily like them to. And it's not that everything is in our bodies, you know, it's not that I don't want to put that perspective into people, but this is just... This is, these are just ideas, you know, we all want, you know, Regan and I both understand that your truth is your truth, but these are perspectives that if you can take on a little bit of these knowings, you may find that your body may go through things differently, you know, because we're all going through a lot right now. And, you know, sometimes if we have, um, you know, from a past life where we have, like we've been in a war or something, we can have a part of our body that aches from that because there's such a residual energy on it. It, It's, um, or if we (laughs) dealt with something that is highly emotional, like grief, we may have some digestive issues because we Mm -hmm. didn't digest our life very well, or we can have knee problems or hip problems because we are so afraid of moving forward in a part of our life.
1: Yeah. And, um, so, so I don't forget too. That's it's a perfect example uh, to give people. Where I had a client that uh, uh, came to me, and she was um, kind of has a, a a bit of a limp, you know, when she's coming in. And so uh, get her relaxed. She goes to the other. She's in the afterlife now, and um, we're asking about uh, health issues she has. And she says, "Well, I've got this frozen hip," and she had a some digestive problems or anything. And they said, they said, and we asked them, why does she have a frozen hip? And the guides from the other side said, it's because of her fear of moving forward in her life, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because she she was in a crossroads in her life where a whole bunch of things were changing. And it was too, you know, as human beings, we resist change so much, you know, like, you know, we just want everything to remain the same. But even though we know nothing remains the same, sometimes the illusion is there that remains the same, but things are always changing. They are. They had a, they counseled her for a little while and, and she finally got it. She, she, when she understood it. And then I asked the higher self, I said, well, is it possible to give her a healing? And they, and the higher self that was on the other side said, yes. And so she's on my therapist table here. She starts like this around and then pop, you could just hear it. And her, her, her hip went right back in place. So, um, uh, that made me a believer really quick, you know, that uh, <laughs> that there's a connection a lot of times between where things show up in the physical body and what our issues are.
0: Exactly. Know? It's amazing the, the process that we go through. I know for me to put it to where I work on it is, is that, you know, I was dealing with um, having my babies, my young ones, at the same time that my parents were passing away. And my dad had colon cancer. My mom had Lou Gehrig's disease. And I really wanted to, to be free of any of those journeys. And so the one thing that I really worked on during that time was, is that I was really working on digesting my life. You mm-hmm. know, I really wanted my life to to work with me. And so I would really, you know, I, You know, during stress, you know, especially with my mom with Lou Gehrig's disease, you know, I bought a house. It was a year of hell, you know, and, you know, found out my mom who had Lou Gehrig's disease at the same time I was having my second child. I had a four year old, you know, had to sell my family home. You know, I had to sell another home, uh, bought another home. Uh, So I sold three houses and then bought one because I live the house we were living in, the one that my mom had that was my grandparents had, and then a house that my mom inherited, you know, so, and then my husband changed a job during that time during that, that summer. And he was an alcoholic. So you know, dealing with all that stuff, you know, was not at the easiest. And, and I know that like, I ate chocolate graham crackers all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I still to this day cannot eat the chocolate graham crackers, you know, because my body just said, overload (laughs) you know but i listened to it and that's the thing is is that you know as i was digesting i noticed i did not want to i wanted to be free of my dad's journey of having colon cancer well this was a time where life was really piling it on me and i had a choice to either go down that rabbit hole And I told myself, no. So I really tried to listen to my digestive system. No, I don't want that today. Okay, I'll try to not do that. You know, some days I did listen better than others, but I took a whole year after all that stress to do the healing work. I went and did massage. I went and did uh, kind of a Reiki chiropractor situation where I almost went through the rebirthing process you know, that re-knowing of who I was. And it was a great summer just to turn over the box of things I put away and, and said, okay, I'm getting done with that. And I know for me, when I was doing that, willing to go through those emotional times and let it process through with me, you know, it's it was my own stuff to process. It wasn't anybody else's. I'm I'm free from processing other people's energies. But I wanted to, to know that my energies were being processed because they needed to be. And so with that that I really paid attention to how my body was feeling, those, you know the digestive system. And now, you know, now almost 20, 30 years later, I'm still aiding my um, adrenals and pituitary gland and, and my thyroid and the horm- hormones and all those things that kind of basically shut down because I was under so much fear and flight for so many years. Yeah. And, and so with that, that if you really start listening to your body, you can really start healing even those stages of what you go through.
1: You know, one thing I, I really learned from my client today, and I've been learning for ever from clients a lot of times is that, I don't know. I, I think I'm probably normal to think this. And I think most people do. We have a, uh, the sense that if you become very spiritually evolved, that you just have this happy life free of illnesses, free of of problems and things like that. But it sometimes the most spiritual people that I've met have had the most horrendous things happen to them in their life with all kinds of sicknesses and illnesses and, and everything. And um, like a client that, that I had a few weeks ago um, who had just had tremendous uh, issues in life, all kinds of health things had drug and alcohol problems uh, and everything. Well, she gets to the other side and she finds out she's a a very, very advanced spiritually soul. You know, Mm -hmm. when she looked at herself, I had her higher, we asked if her higher self could show up so she could see what her higher self looks like. And it was this beautiful purple and blue. It was all these colors of, of spiritual advancement. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, she was beginning to realize, you know, herself because she was a very she's very, you would never guess she had all these issues when you're talking to her now because she's just so full of light. But she got that way by going through all of these horrendous things she had to go through. You know, she became a strong woman, very independent. Um, and when she went to a past life, which is part of this process that people go to to get to the afterlife, um, it, it was, a, it was a, um, uh, a life where she was standing like in the desert in a, like a, a tunic or robe like that with a, with a weapon and then to find it like she was a man in this other lifetime Mm -hmm. you know and uh she was just a guard for the uh a guard for the castle or for the for the uh temple it was a guard for the temple apparently there was a king that lived there so she went to another important part in her life well she was dressed more ornament 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 had more ornaments ornamental (laughs) ornamental yeah and it was just but still uh he you know she he in that lifetime was a guard when there was an important dignitary coming from somewhere and then i had him go to another important event and he was inside a room guarding these jewels and things that were something there and in an instant his head was cut off you know and it's that the other soldier that was there betrayed him or something was going to have people rob the place and he had no clue of what was going on and all of a sudden whoop, you know there was the head on the floor you know so when, when, when he was on the other side and I I always say to this, as the souls are on the other side, I say, well, now there was always a lesson in that lifetime, you know, and uh, the, the lesson was to be able to be happy uh, in solitude because in that lifetime, never had any family. It was just a soldier Mm -hmm. the whole life and then died. And the other thing was, is to um, not be so gullible, you know, around people to, Mm. you know, to realize just because you trust, you know, to, in other words, to discern more, to, yeah to not you take everything trust true. but don't
0: trust fully you know it's right. like always have a little bit of um like you say discernment with everything you know big
1: lesson and big lesson in that lifetime you know mm-hmm. so um in this lifetime when we're having these illnesses and things are usually mm-hmm. about something they have something to do with the lessons that we're learning exactly uh, right that's what we're saying today about uh, you know and it's just kind of good to know if you know the different areas of the body and what what that might give you a hint you know to make it more clear of uh of what you're uh, you know trying to accomplish
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and i know you know i know there's several books out there and people have kind of figured it out and i know uh, a few obvious things but i know you have a lot more knowledge in that area than than i do uh for instance it's like stomach like stomach issues sometimes what do they usually have to do with?
0: Well, if you it depends on what part of your digestive system is having issues. So like okay. your, your gallbladder is about emotions. And so if you're not dealing with your emotions very well, oh. like you're trying to put your emotions on the back burner and, you know, just kind of buck your way through it. Now there's times in our life we need to do that. You know, you know, it's like, I'm just going to get through the moment and I can get through it and then I'll deal with it. But the thing is so many times we get through the moment and when we never go back and say holy crap what just happened to me okay that was a little scary okay i got fear i have not you know it's like we don't go back and and say what just happened we usually just keep going well those things if we keep doing that add up and it gets into our liver and gallbladder and those are about emotions and so a lot of people who are dealing with the, the, you know, like a lot of grief and they're not dealing with their grief or they're dealing with, let's say a parent that is basically being pushed into playing a role, maybe a double role. And they, they can't deal with what's going on. And, and all of a sudden they just break down and cry because they can't do anything else, but, but that's year. And then another year goes by and then you cry, you know, that's when you start getting your gallbladder and, and liver, acting up right and then i find that you know it's like um that that like today you know i today's schedule i have you know my morning job well i ended up having four new groups and didn't know any details that i was going to have to do with any of those groups i mean i had understanding yeah. i had practiced a little bit of, of the new program i was supposed to do but really i didn't know really You know, it was my first day to take responsibility for it, right? Mm -hmm. And so going into that, I really wanted to make sure that I was processing what I was going through. So I'm digesting my life. I'm digesting my life. I'm digesting my life. And even just saying that, it helps it go from the mind because the mind can really roll on things. You know, it can really keep going. And, but Mm -hmm. we want to get it down into our lower chakras about that lower body. And I'm digesting my life. I'm digesting. And there's many times where I stand up and I, and, and, you know, it's like, I'm, I put my hand energetically, like I'm swallowing something and it goes down into my esophagus and then I have it go into my stomach and then I go back and forth. Like it's going through my, my, my intestines, you know, the energetically, my hand going back and forth. And then I kind of go poop, you know, like it's going to come out of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that way the energy goes from my mind down down through my body because of the fact that if we can digest our life, the energy doesn't sit in our colon, you know, because we can have a lot of energy that sits in the colons and the and the twists and turns. So it, even if I'm going through like a stressful moment, I'll even sit there and massage my gut, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll just do my hands in, in a soft roll as, a, as I'm doing um, for those on the podcast, you know, that I'm just doing it as a soft roll and I'm kind of going in from the outside in so that I can, and I start at the top and I work my way down to to have the energy of things moving through. You know, when we really work with our body, our, our core self, it really can help us because the first chakra is about, you know, basically living, you know, am I alive? Do I have enough food? Do I have a home? Do I have... You know those those core things. And then the second chakra is that, you know, how am I with myself? How am I being with myself? How can I negotiate myself? The third chakra is how am I interacting with the people around me? What am I doing with me to those around me? And then we have our heart, right? And then we mm-hmm. have the how are we voicing our problems? So so like for a lot of us who are losing our voices or we're having a cough, a lot of times it depends on where the cough is, if it's in our lungs are we taking good deep breaths? Are we enjoying life? Are we breathing in our life? Right. But if it's about our throat, you know, our throat is, are we speaking a truth? Or are we not speaking enough of our truth?
1: I, I, that's perfect. You, you said that. Cause that reminds me of a client I had about 10 years ago and <clears throat> when I doing my regular therapy practice and, um, uh, she had, um, she she had trouble speaking in that because she was having th- a lot of throat problems, you know, and the doctor said, you know, they thought maybe it was even cancer or something, but it wasn't, but she just, it was all, she says all the time, she's having throat problems, and everything, so what we, what I found out in doing regular therapy with her, is that as she was growing up, um, it's as a young girl, it was like, every time she would speak up, like her parents would just tell her to shut up, you know, you know, like she wanted, she would want to get into conversation and she was a kid and the dad would just say, just shut up, you know, and she and then she married this man who when she's starting a conversation, he always comes in and finishes for her and, she, and quiet and shuts her up, you know, because mm-hmm. he's finishing her conversation. So she couldn't speak, you know, so um, she had all this it,
0: energy, all uh, this energy that was sitting uh, here and it couldn't express herself.
1: It couldn't. <laughs> and then uh, and then her issue, her biggest issue began. And being that her just her inability to set boundaries with people, mm. you know, because she could never speak up. So I I, I uh, we taught her taught her some boundary exercises, got her to be brave to go try it a few times. Well, about a year later, when I saw her um, again for a session or something, and she says she says I can't believe how good I feel now. I feel so empowered because I've been able to start setting boundaries. Says my throat is problems have eased up, and um, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was obvious there, speak, you know, you just, mm-hmm. ah, you know, speaking up. Um, other things, um, parts of the body. Well, I know a lot of times if you have, you know, leg and knee problems, again, it's that moving forward thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've created things to keep us from moving forward. It's amazing and how,
0: feet, if, if we have feet problems, it's about how grounded are we? Are we being yeah. grounded in our life? Am, am I actually negotiating the life that I'm meant to be in, you know, that groundedness of who we are and our ankles are about our stability in our groundingness, you yeah. know?
1: Um, I, my client was told today by the uh, health, the health beings on the other side that she needed to spend uh, more time with the earth. In mm-hmm. other words, um, mm-hmm. because of a lot of her issues would, would um, lessen and go away if she got more earth energy, you know? And how important that that is. And we just bought, um, Patty just bought, and I just put it on for her. It's this thing called uh, earthing or something now, uh, which this a movie we can watch or something. But it's all about the science and that uh, on how, how a lot of our illnesses and things have been happening now because we don't spend much time touching the earth with our bodies. You know, we're walking on cement and asphalt all the time, walking on carpet, walking on wood, but we're not connecting to the earth.
0: And or we're bare, We're not barefoot. We're always we're wearing barefoot. some kind of shoe and we having shoe with rubber on it. So yeah. rubber doesn't let us conduct energy where if you're wearing like moccasins or, you know, where there's leather or there's some kind of natural material, you can get grounded. I know for me, I go barefoot all the time, you know, in the summer, in the winter, I'm even yeah. barefoot in the snow because I want to get myself that application of connectedness.
1: Yeah. Really can feel that's why people love going to the beach sometimes. It's the only time they have their shoes off with nature anymore. You know, it's walking along a beach or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that way. So I, I, it's this thing that goes over your mattress, and you, you, you can have like one, like your pajamas or whatever. But then you're right on to this mattress, and it's a, gra- a thing that's um, scientifically grounds the human body so that you feel a grounding to the earth. So we'll see. She's it's on her side, not on my side. So. <laughs> and, but it's funny the last two days she's gotten more sleep than usual, you know, good for her. So, yeah. we'll we'll see if that, if that works, you know, so, uh, boy, yeah, it's just, it's interesting then, um, you know, it seems like everybody's got some sort of illness. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, I guess there's some people around there are on like me, I'm not on any medications, but when I go in, I'm 73. And the last two years I've gone into the doctor and he's asked me, Okay, what medications are you on? And I'll say, nothing. And he looks at me like, Well, no, what medications are you on? You know, and I say, Nothing. And he goes, Wow, that's very unusual, someone in their seventies. But um, because I know have some friends and they've got six or eight bottles of stuff they're taking of medications all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh I know they can do good sometimes, but I know sometimes we we are an over medicated society, I believe.
0: Exactly. You know, exactly. And that's, it's very interesting how we do things because it is about, you know, a lot of times when we do get, you know, these aches and pains, it is about stagnant energy. You know, it's that, you know, like if we have a lot of upper back problems, mm-hmm. it's about how much are we carrying on our shoulders? Are we, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, we have a hard time letting other people do their their scenario, their life, Right. And so we carry everybody on our shoulders and, oh God, our, our back is... So sometimes I have to literally, oh, nope, take, let's say, just take school off my shoulders, take the responsibility of, of, you know, my kids off my shoulders, you know, yeah. and even just doing that action of, of literally grabbing something on my shoulders, like uh, shoulder pads, uh-huh. you know, imaginary That's shoulder pads, thing. and taking them off. It's amazing just even doing that action, what it does, because... The spine in the back—it depends on where it's at. Now, each part of our back represents an organ too. So, if we're having a scenario with our liver, or our gall- gallbladder, or um, or our spleen, or something like that, our back might be aching that area also. So, there's like two or three different reasons why things happen. But the lower back is about—are we standing straight in our life? You know, are we able to to stand in our own empowerment? is mm-hmm. our lower back, you know, because that's where we're standing up. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, we have that, that thing that like, this guy doesn't have any backbone, you know, he's got yeah, no exactly. he's not standing up for himself. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And then also to a lot of us who are, are in the humanness, we also have wings. And so if you take like that lower section of your shoulder blades, Um, right in there for women, it's kind of, kind of where the, the, just a little bit before where the bra bra strap is, it's right in that area that that's where our wings attach. So if we're on the angelic side, or if we're, um, we have an animal or bird as a representation, those will be our wings. And if our wings are ready to sprout, we get achy back there. And so I tell people to kind of do that you know kind of you know put your shoulders back and forth a little bit and that will help break that energy field go it's kind of like an, a a butterfly coming out of the chrysalis. you have to get your wings ready to flap you know okay. and and so that's another scenario uh, you know that we can do to help move that energy because that if that energy gets stagnant we get achiness <clears throat> in that certain area i know for like um for an example i know someone who you know you know keeps going down the rabbit hole of of self uh self um hurt or self um thinking you know they're not so they're not thinking well of themselves and so they metaphorically put a knife in their shoulder blade all the time you know Mm. and i kind of have to go in and, and energetically pull it out because he has been stabbed there several times right in other past lives so he has that that knowing but he also you know stabs himself in the back all the time because he's feeling like he's not perfect enough or he's not um or you know the ocd part of him is really you know tagging at him and and so he'll you know he'll like oh god my shoulder blade really hurt you know of course he needs to go to chiropractor but yeah. at the same time, though, there's these other energetically things that, you know, if we keep stabbing ourselves in the back because we don't want to move forward, we keep sabotaging ourselves. You know, we're going to get these aches and pains. It's it's amazing what what our bodies are trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so there are ways that we can negotiate yeah. working this energy through, right? Um, I know. Well,
1: y- yeah like to heal ourselves i mean we have there's there's um i think that the, the main thing that's uh that we need to do is to somehow emotionally and mentally prepare ourselves for the healing and then and then there's the common sense thing that we need to you know um you know go to an herbalist or something or to try to find the natural way of healing what we have. But a lot of times that's not going to, unless you, you change, if if you're, if you don't change up here in your heart, you yeah. can take all the medicines in the world and you might not have that much, uh, uh, you know, that much healing. Um, but I've witnessed um, people just healing themselves naturally sometimes by just uh, spending the, a year and changing their attitudes, you know, really working on not being mm-hmm. so judgmental on working on forgiveness. Um, there's a doctor. One of the big things that was going around for so long, and you don't hear it, you don't hear them say it anymore, because it's been so common, is that fibromyalgia,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: you know people thought would tell people, oh, you look fine, you you can't be in pain, you know, like because it wouldn't it wouldn't like a broken arm that someone could see that their arm's broken. It was just all uh, parts of the body that were hurting. So people were trying to get off work, and they wouldn't let them. They said, oh, you're not sick you know, when when they were having these horrible, horrible pains. Um, There's a doctor that was treating people when they came out with this label, fibromyalgia, and he was a doctor, but he found out that a lot of his clients' issues would go away when they dealt with issues of forgiveness in their life. You know, he was just saying how these different aches and everything that they had, where they were holding them, Uh, when they, when, when he found out that they were dealing with people that they were angry with or people that they just refused to forgive, but when they would start working on that, their fibromyalgia symptoms would, would disappear. And I can tell you how it worked in my relationship, um, in my, um, in my marriage to, uh, my sweetheart of 10 years where I have the four stepdaughters, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I'll just call her, uh, I'll call her Mary. Or something. Okay. But anyway, um, eight of the 10 years that we were married, she was, she had fibromyalgia. She was sick. She would have migraines uh, so often that I would be regularly taking her to the hospital and they would give her shots of Imitrex, which at the time you had to have be administered in an emergency room or by a doctor, mm-hmm. you, couldn't, you couldn't get it on your own. And she would have relief for a little while. And then a few days later, Oh my gosh! It was, I just felt so sorry for her. She couldn't sleep. She was aching all the time, and they they said it was fibromyalgia. Well, when she asked, uh, when she divorced me, because and the 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 reason we divorced is that I'm more. She's came from a very uh, strict religious background, you know, and I was very new agey. You know?
0: <laughs> and, so she was black and white, and you were very gray.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and she it, she loved me so much. She was afraid of my salvation, you know. About me going to hell because, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't believe that Jesus was the only way, and um, so um, we decided to get divorced. And then uh, a lot of the uh, issues she had just disappeared, you know, and um, so it was really proof to me a lot of time, you know, in that way that, uh, um, you know, that a, a lot of these issues we have come from emotional issues, and when we and we don't have to deal with those emotions anymore. The body just gets, gets better, you know?
0: Exactly. Well, I know that that I know somebody that's close to me that has fibromyalgia too. And I can say that watching what um, that person was going through when they were pregnant with the with this child and then how their childhood was that, that forgiveness piece and, or, the shock value of the irritation during during because a lot of us women when we're pregnant we don't realize how much what we're going through affects our feet our our baby you know and i know that this person was going through a lot of the, the grief process or or having to make some major life decisions during a pregnancy and that didn't necessarily I'm not saying that that was the blame because I don't want to blame anybody for what they go through when they're pregnant mm-hmm. you know because life is life but the thing is though there is sometimes a cause and effect and then if that soul has a journey that they have to work through that double affects that you know and they have to work through maybe victimhood being a victim in their life or that kind of stuff might be their their theme that they're working through then you know, there's this scenario that came up, which is now fibromyalgia. At the same time, you know, they have to work through how do I persevere through what is thrown to me, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily that it's that 90% of our life that that a lot of these things that we're talking about. It's that 10% stuff that when we lay in bed and we worry about something, or that we're we're in those dark times of our life, and those are those stories that we say, or you know, or those things that we do because um, we want to distract ourselves from dealing with what we're dealing with. And it's that ten percent that we're kind of talking about that really kind of can come in and settle in our parts of our bodies. That's what that's kind of what Regan and I are talking about. It's not the it's not that you know eighty percent of our life, you know, when we're doing good, even though that can affect and will affect our bodies. But it's that other part of us, that's little whispers, you know, that that we don't manage very well that can really be hurtful to us.
1: Yes. Um, Now, this may be segueing a little bit to something something else, but it's basically about the same thing, too. When you're talking about uh, when women, when they're pregnant, you know, they need to be um, really careful of what they're putting in their body, you know, because that baby's part of you. So you're putting Mm -hmm. in bad stuff, the baby's getting bad stuff. And I really loved, I've seen so many women that were heavy drinkers or smokers or something like this, and they get pregnant and they just quit. Like they never were able to quit before, but mm-hmm. something in them, because they're having that baby, they all of a sudden become very responsible, especially, you know, women that were partiers, like in their twenties through college and all that, you mm-hmm. know, and then they're like 30 now and they're going to have a baby and they just, they just, uh, they just quit. But the, the thing that takes that a couple steps further is I've done a womb regression with about 150 people now where um, we take, take them back getting younger and smaller and younger and smaller to their first memory that they have. And then I have them feel themselves get younger and smaller and younger and smaller. And I say, when I count to three and I snap my fingers, you'll be in your mother's womb just before you were born. And boom, like this. And wow, you, we've really found out in this research now that we've been doing, uh, when the babies are in the womb, that soul is in full consciousness. The wall of faithfulness yes. has not come up yet. So they hear and think, they know what you're thinking. They know what you're eating and all that. And so if you look at it that way that you've got an adult soul in your in your belly and, you know, are you going to poison it with putting smoke and, and alcohol in there? So when the babies are born, if you're not taking care of you women out there that are thinking of having babies that are watching this, you know, uh, they can hear everything you're saying, doing whatever. So, you know, when you talk about playing music for them or talking to them, they're hearing that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they know in the womb, I'll ask them, I'll say, why did you choose this woman to be your mom? You know, what did you hope to teach her? What did you hope that she would teach you? And um, it, you get some Some of them, you can even ask, well, what is your mission? You know, why did you decide to be born? Because they still know, because in that in that state, they have that that memory of being in their mm-hmm. mother's womb, knowing what their mission everything's going to be. Um, so it's very important when women are pregnant to really you it's know, be, it's be being mindful conscious. of what
0: you're reading. Yeah. yeah, it's being conscious because I know that like for me when I was pregnant, you know, life wasn't easy. You know, I lost my dad when I was pregnant with my first child. You know, I was six weeks away from having my first child. That's something I couldn't control. My dad didn't plan on dying when I was pregnant with my, my first child. It just happened. It was a happening, you know? And so how did I deal with that? Well, I knew that I, oh my gosh, my dad and I, I could have went in, I could have went down a big rabbit hole and could have not come out for a couple of years. Right. Mm -hmm. But having my baby, God knew a little bit more than I, right. It really changes. Well, it
1: changes us men too. I mean, I know my two uh, nephews and I just, I've known them for, you know, thirty years now. I guess they're almost all of them are about thirty. Uh, four of them, and or three of them, and um, when they all of a sudden in their in their uh, late twenties, early thirty, started having children, they were like different people. All of a sudden, I saw a really adult man, rather than than a mm-hmm. boy adult. You know, I mean, um, having that responsibility, and when they step up to it, you just see the difference in the way they talk, the way they carry themselves, the way they talk to each other. I went, who are these kids? They're not kids anymore, for sure. You know,
0: having that uh,
1: responsibility. So um, there's so much that, you know, I mean, don't we all have that feeling like, oh, I wish that I knew then what I know now, you Mm -hmm. know, but that's not the way things work. You know, we work in kind of the dark for a long time and then we get wise. And that's why us older people, uh, you know, become the uh, the the. The wise men of the tribe or the, you know, the medicine woman or the you know, something and that that the young people come to them to for advice, you know, because we've been through the hard knocks, you know,
0: exactly uh, that way. Is there, you know, I want to stop for a second and say, you know, is there any questions, anybody who's watching, is there any questions that we can help you with? Or, you know, this is a conversation that I that we would love to have you involved with. So um, please, you know, reach out if you have any information that you want to give or, or talk about something yourself, because um, there is that. I, I've done myself um, medical intuitiveness, and I'm not a doctor for, by any means, but I have no. a, an opportunity to look into the energy of people. And um, that's why I call myself an energy seer, because I, I do see energies, you know, and, yeah. and there there's this dance, because it is about how do we heal. And I know that, um, you know, me going through a lot of the troubles I had when I was pregnant, especially with my second child that, you know, I do do some healing work energetically with that person with my child's higher self and, and, you know, to give these opportunities, you know, um, uh,
1: uh, somebody chiming in.
0: Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's kind of a weird comment. So I'm kind of like trying to figure oh, out if they miss something or something, oh. uh, you know, so it, it's, Uh, it's, it's a, it's an episode of, of going forward. I know for me, I do, when I'm in the shower, I do regular healing work on myself because of the fact that, you know, that is, um, you know, it is, um, you know, it is, I'm going to block this. Um, (laughs) uh, Delete comment. Um. So if they make another comment, I'll delete them from following. Um. Okay. Then I block them. Sorry about that. Uh. Delete comment. Okay. So you know, as we we negotiate the story, you know, I constantly ask the energy to move through me. So when I'm in the shower, I do sometimes where you know I start at the head and then I kind of rub my the you know. I, I kind of run my hands going down and around and then mm-hmm. like up underneath my armpits and then down along my side, you know, to get that energy going and then down. And then, you know, I constantly, you know, do my legs. Cause there's energy spots. Like if you go by the kneecap there and it's, and it's on the inside of the knee and there's a, um, a soft spot. Oh, that, I that um, is. Huh? Mine
1: just Mine's sore a lot right there yeah so it, it's, it's just spot.
0: right it's kind of like in the middle it's right where the knee kind of bends mm-hmm. and it's on the inside and you don't have to push hard but that's one of those energy spots and usually it's pretty tender when you when you hold yep, it i'm
1: pushing it right now it's like ouch
0: uh-huh exactly so remembering that the 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 left side is what are we receiving what are we bringing in and the the right side is about releasing right so usually when I'm taking, I'm um, doing my shower and stuff. I'll I'll wash my leg, and then I'll go down and I'll I'll kind of um rub the back of my um my cat my um my Achilles heel area, you know, mm-hmm. and and people who are pregnant you have to be careful of that spot. But um and then I go down and I rub the bottom of my feet because you know when you do f- um, reflexology the feet are major inputs because there's there's parts that are represented the liver and spleen and all that kind of stuff and then i go to my toes and i pull on each of my toes because the toes represent energy and and that kind of thing so i do that with one side and then i come along the other side and i do the same thing and i hold that spot that's tender As I'm, Mm -hmm. as I'm washing my leg and I hold that and then I go down and I do the same thing. I go down and and rub the bottom of my feet and pull on my toes. And I'll even do the same thing. I'll pull on my, you know, my hands. I'll kind of go, you know, rub the energy down my arms and I'll pull Mm -hmm. on my, my hands a little bit. And that helps to shift the energy. Um, So Veronica says here, um, I have upper stomach problems. It seems to be getting better, but what does that energy about? So. You know, Veronica. That you know, it's about doing the. Um, it's about how do we process what comes to us at the very beginning. You know, because it's that. You know, it's not necessarily what we're digesting. At you know, our digestion starts at our, our mouth, right? But are going down to our stomach, and also too. Um, and this might be hard for people who are on pod um, on the podcast. But if you go to like right under your your where your rib comes up, right underneath. You know right underneath kind of that area right between the breast area right that and you pull that down and you go you pull it down and along your your rib right Mm -hmm. because that is a a major spot for our um that's a major major valve for our digestive system and many of us we don't stand up straight right and my dad told mm-hmm. me this. He's on the other side, but he told me this. He said, oh, "Yeah, you it. could
1: just feel as you, if you're standing, you know, if your chest is out more then that's."
0: Yeah, many of us slouch, and that we we compress that area. But if we get it moving, and we get that energy, so the the valve sometimes can get shifted off to one side or the other, and mm-hmm. that creates an energy block that is the beginning of our stomach. And the beginning of a lot of our, our our system here. So, like he said, he says, put your put your shoulders back, Natasha, and honor what you are, and stand tall because you, he said that that if that valve right there is blocked up, it can cause a lot of disharmony in the digestive system. Yeah, and well, no. I don't want that disharmony because I don't want what he had, but I want to have harm more harmonious. So that's what I do that a lot. And so what I do is I, 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 I rub that going down around and then I come back in and I rub the belly going, going in and I push it to one side and then I push it to the other so that it, it, it keeps things moving, if that makes any sense. So that's, yeah. that's that, how am I, you know, digesting right away how things are happening?
1: Yeah. And okay. for people, you know, energy psychology, uh, for heal- healings and things like Like, you know, acupressure or see acupuncture, acupressure, um, the tapping that, you know, the EFT that that I do with my clients. Um, Harvard studied all three of those things and said they don't necessarily know exactly how everything works. But they said all three things have a beneficial physiological effect on the body with with moving energy in your body. You know, Uh, people that do tapping, which has kind of gone viral now since uh, Harvard said that it really was you're tapping these different parts that go to different organs of the body and um they would have people just sit down they'd hook them up to machines and and they would test their stress hormone mm-hmm. uh, their cortisol level and within five minutes they then they would take another blood sample and test it and they they couldn't believe what they saw is that people's stress levels um, would reduce by up to 50 percent in just five minutes you know uh, and when they look at the uh, at, at the people's blood under a dark field microscope before and after uh, people that had unhealthy blood tapping for five minutes, all of a sudden the blood was natural and normal and flowing like it should. You know, so a lot of that's why I think when us practitioners that do the tapping, we have clients and one of the benefits of learning the tapping is physical healing because mm-hmm. you're opening you're opening all the, the doorways so that your natural energy can get to where it needs to go to heal the body. Because, you know, when we're tense. Or uptight all the time when we're angry. Just think of that. When you're angry, you're walking around like this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like you have a hose, you have a water hose, and you're squeezing it, and no water can get through to the plants. You know, so exactly.
0: And it's that passive aggressive tapping, stuff it up. Up too. It, it what? You know, When we're passive aggressive about things, you know, when we're really that that you know, we're, you know, we don't want to be angry. But yet something makes us frustrated and, and, you know, back, you know, and hitting a little bit backwards. And remember that, that Regan and I are not doctors. This is what we've just understood through working with the spiritual world and an understanding. Now, my dad was a chiropractor, so I understood how the body works since day one, almost, you know, he went to chiropractic school when I was, that's right. I
1: forgot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Three to five years old. So, um, so I've known, chiropractic or, or that energy field since day, since I can remember. And I remember a lot when, before I was three years old. So <laughs> with that, 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 you know, bringing that energy up, but it is about energy. And like my dad was saying, you know, he, a friend of his um, died of a, of a, a heart attack and he goes, you know what, if I could have just adjusted him, he probably wouldn't have had that heart attack.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, I remember when that was, seemed like crazy. Unbelievable stuff way back in the 60s when I was hearing chiropractors saying how, oh, you know, we can adjust you and you'll get rid of uh, cancer or you'll get rid of, you know, uh, maybe they overclaimed at some point. But really now that I realize how, uh, you know, having everything working properly in our body is the whole key to health, you know, so you don't have you don't have bones squishing on nerve endings or
0: squishing squishing
1: off the blood flow and things. And, but it, and, but it's
0: one part of the hand. So you know, if you take your health, like um, chiropractic, might be the thumb. Um, eating better yeah. might be your pointer finger. Yeah. Um, dealing with your emotions will be your middle finger. You know, be your yeah, you right? finger, right? Right. Um, dealing with um, with how does the organs in my digestive system feel? You know, would maybe the 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 ring finger, and then you know, basically, how do I look at life, and how do I um negotiate my my whole being of my spiritual walk what might be your pinky so everything is a piece of the story you i think know? that's what
1: we call holistic you know mm-hmm. you want you want the whole not just this the little part like like when doctors give you medicines yeah sometimes they'll mask the symptoms but they don't get to the underlying problem that caused the issue in the first place exactly. pretty much everybody agrees with that now i think you know um, well, I know way. for
0: me that I really struggled, um, back, oh, maybe five or six years ago, my body was not producing hormones and I was going into that certain time in my life. Right. And I really needed hormones. Otherwise I'd be really messed up. Right. Yeah. Cause my cycle was all messed up. It's always been messed up since day one. I, you know, when I started my cycle, if I wasn't sitting on the toilet and by a, a tub, at the same time, I'd be throwing up. I mean, and then cramps would be so bad going down my legs, I couldn't walk, you know. So my, my body has always been in shock when it came to um, having the disharmony with my hormones. Well, my mom had a hysterectomy when she was 22 years old. That's why I'm an only child. And my yeah. grandmother ended up having, um, she took the, the pill back in the, the 40s, 50s f- to not have morning sickness. And that has been known to cause female problems down line. So mm-hmm. I kind of had the second generation of that. And and so with that, that, that going forward, but going on and, and getting, I went by for a couple of years, only for like two years. And then my body felt like it was done. And then I finally found a chiropractor, though, that can really help my adrenals, which helped my, my liver and my gallbladder. Well, I have found another chiropractor, because everyone has a different scenario that can help us, right? That he got my pituitary gland going. My pituitary gland was shut off, which helps with my cortisol, which helps with my adrenals getting triggered on. It was like, I, I take a couple of vitamins first thing in the morning, and it's like, I don't wake up as, I mean, I'm coming back into my body, so that's kind of foggy. But my body is not foggy anymore. And and having that pituitary gland to turned on has been such miraculous that I feel like that, you know, it's like if I go back into those stories of what's turned off and turn them on, then whatever is falling down the hill, you know, is getting healed now. Mm -hmm. My liver isn't so reactive. My adrenals aren't so pushed and, and tugged and pulled, you know, it's like, I'm feeling like I've got actually a balance of, of how we're doing it. And and it's not that I've gone on and done things unhealthily, you know, it's like, I've tried to do things as natural as I can, because I don't deal with drugs very well. I don't, I'm one like you, I'm, I probably won't be one to take a lot of meds when I'm older, because I just yeah. don't, I don't take meds now. I yeah. take, I take good vitamins to get these parts of me waking up again so that I can be more well-balanced.
1: I have a client coming, uh, well, it's tomorrow. It's so one I'm going to be doing a zoom session for, with having her visit the afterlife and back. And, um, they're just, uh, just getting ready to launch this new product that she got help from, I think kind of from the other side a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's to, um, it cures uh, Lyme's disease, which mm-hmm. is a huge thing and mm-hmm. gets rid of all of the built up mineral, uh, uh, deposits of chemicals and stuff in the body and helps you release. them. so she's, uh, send me a free bottle. I'll get it in the mail in a few days so I can try it out. Um, but, um, you know, again, we have to, we kind of have to do it in holistic in a holistic way, you know, speaking of chiropractic, it might be interesting sometime to have a, a guy in the show for a half hour that does, um, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know about this for 25 years now, but it's called network chiropractic where they don't actually lay their hands on you, but there's an actual, you know, chiropractors were learning to do it where they, they I, I went through it when my, my chiropractor at the time just had gone through the training and said, hey, could he try it on me? And I said, okay. And, um, um, you know, I, I was expecting bones to go, you know, crunching and all that stuff and nothing like that happened. And I don't know exactly what happened, but during the, during the process, I had two, it was like an out of body experience I had where I saw a past life um, and, um, and also where, um, my, I uh, had a vision of my, my stepdaughter, my new stepdaughter and I having a boxing match, you know, and, uh, we, we just tar- started, you know, trying to pound each other and then pretty soon our arms were so heavy and they just went down and, and, and we just looked at each other and said, I guess we're tired of this, you know? Uh, and then, then I, and then all of a sudden I, I kind of wake up a bit and I realized, oh, he's working on me. So something was going on when he was, you know, like when I was laying there and he, uh, I opened my eyes for a minute and he was doing stuff like this in different, you know, I guess he could feel the hot and cold spots of mm-hmm. my energy. And then he would kind of work with that. But I, I wondered, always wondered about that more, like how that's developed. And now that we're into energy psychology and this kind of healing, remote healing, in a sense, you mm-hmm. know, since you're not really touching you, that'd be an interesting subject I yeah. think, to educate people.
0: And that's the thing is, is like I've gone to a chiropractor. That she has this little drum that she goes wee 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 wee, and you know she'll kind of do you know like thumb movements to because the body wants to heal. The yeah. body, if we can get through this, the body truly wants to heal. And that's one thing I was watching a little podcast about cancers, and cancers are just disharmony cells. They're they're cells that are in disharmony. So how can we create harmony? with ourselves mm-hmm. you know and that there's more to it i'm not I trying like to the make way you put of, that yeah yeah and and so it's not i mean there is more to it but i'm i'm just saying though that that is the basicness is that it's and then the disharmony cells say hey you want to kind of join the company you know and mm. so then there's more disharmony cells and so for me knowing that i have kind of a family history that i just ask my i'm asking my cells to be more in harmony more in harmony with my body and harmony with my journey and harmony with and so just having those intentions of language you know even me just saying it now i i have the little part of my gut that's kind of saying hmm i feel that there there's another part over here that's kind of you know saying "Hmm," you know not to say that those were cancerous mm-hmm. but they were f- starting to feel like a little bit of a err you know, from what maybe I'm going through, maybe I'm eating the wrong thing that my body doesn't want to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, cause you know, I do like my sugar. So my, and I know sugar is not good for me. So, you know, yeah. sometimes I do eat a little sugar right? so I'm human, right. But it's all in moderation, right? So how do we negotiate these things that we're going through? And, and it's about listening, you know, um, you know, being careful what we drink, a lot of us are drinking these energy drinks, right? Or we're drinking, you know, Gatorades or a lot of these, but we forget to drink good natural water.
1: Water, yeah, you
0: know, we forget I'm, to drink I'm that, guilty natural of that water. I'm
1: and and water, you
0: know, but... yeah, and we're coming into the summer months in the northern hemisphere, so how many glasses should we really be drinking? I can tell you. When my tissues are feeling dried up, my digestive system's not doing as well, right? And that's another thing Mm -hmm. that we get clogged up because we, you know, like the, I get, um, I have a friend of mine that does teas, you know, and, and she does wonderful teas. And I can tell you that right now I'm hearing, even though I don't need the tea because of my migraine, but my gut is asking to have some kind of unison with that, the healing herbs that the tea has in it right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so going forward you know we're coming down on time here please remember that our body is about being here what is it trying to tell you yeah if we're in fear and flight for many years our adrenals are shot you know yeah, they're not working as well
1: people don't realize sometimes that um when they're not really in tune with their body um you know exactly where their body's hurting so What I do with clients um, when I'm doing the psychology energy um, is I have them close their eyes. I have them think of their um, think of something that their their issue that they came in to see me with. You know, whether it's something that caused them the PTSD or whatever. uh, And I have them think of the incident. And then I say, now you're thinking about on a scale of one to ten, is it? And they'll say usually it's like an eight or nine or ten. That's why they come to me because it's like unbearable. But then I say now. Feel your body. Where do you feel? Where do you feel that tension in your body? And it shows up different places for people. And then mm-hmm. that kind of gives me kind of a hint of maybe uh, uh, a, a good starting place for me to to uh, to work with them. Because so many times, like especially as men, you know, they'll say, "Where do you hurt?" And you know, I don't know. I just hurt. You know,
0: <laughs> exactly. You know,
1: and, and sometimes you get a stomachache, you know, kind of. But a lot of times, other things like that. We're, us guys, we just know we hurt, and we don't we don't take the time to go, "Hey, where." In my body is that, hurt, is that hurting? So um, there's a couple of good books. You have one of them. Do you remember the title of it? Do you have that? Tells it's about um the
0: different, oh, different parts of the body. Yeah, I let a friend um, borrow it right now. Um, it's Ina Siegel, and it's um, messages Wait, of the body. Um, that's not the title. What's the first name? Ina Siegel. Ina. Yeah, I think E-N-A that's how you Siegel, spell.
1: like a like a bird. Okay, so yeah, she's, up, she's Australian.
0: Siegel. Okay. Uh, and, and I love that. Uh, uh, wisdom of the body. I don't know. Um, but it's really good. But I want, you know, I love I'm going to just add a little bit here to what you're saying about, okay. you know, OK, body, where do you where do you want me to put attention to you? Where are you dis- in discomfort? Where are you in comfort? Because it is about both sides. Right. Mm-hmm. And and have how many times when we're, our knee is hurting, do we hold on to our knee and say, I love you. Thank you for trying to walk yeah. forward, even though I knew, emotionally don't want to. Thank you, knee, for really supporting me and being flexible. I know that I've been troubling you. I know that I haven't been doing what I want to do. So remember it, that the, le- the, um, the left side of the body is about receiving. So I know yeah. I'm not receiving the help like I should. Thank you very much. And I, I'll try to walk forward now. Love you though. Thank you. Love well, you. Love you. Love you. You know, how many times yeah. do we say to our, our knee, our elbows? Ah, yeah, I just banged you, didn't I? But I sure love you. And I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know,
1: I love that. That's good. See, that's communicating with our body, you know, mm-hmm. as people we're bad communicators in relationships with ourselves, everything. So I think if people just begin, even though they may think it seems a little silly at first, I think the act of just doing that is going to lighten them up a bit. And, uh, you know, it's like the the I love you exercise. Good people. where They look in the mirror and they look right into their eyes and mm-hmm. say, hey, I love you, man. Even though you're you're perfectly imperfect. I love you just the way you are. You know, I yep. forgive you for all the bad things you've done. People have a hard time doing that, you know, but once they do it for a while, they go, oh, this feels kind of good. I think mm-hmm. I'm starting to lighten up. I think I'm starting to actually love myself, you know. Um, so yeah, it, I think it,
0: it, it's it's a truth. I know for me I was feeling 10. like I was gonna get a cold coming on. So I said to my throat, I love you, thank you, I'm sorry that I got I'm asking for healing, 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 I was doing Reiki on me, healing, I'm healed, I am healed, I am healed. Oh, body, I'm healed, I love you, thank you, I'm healed, you know, instead of saying, oh And then I rested a little bit. I then I talked with my body, and it was like then I took vitamins. You know, and then I did some other stuff, but yeah. it's about working with it, the breath in, the breath out. And I hope that, and I'm making that disclosure again, Regan Forston and I are not doctors by no. any means, but we are knowers of energy. And this is about how do you come at it at an energetically knowing situation?
1: Yeah. You know, one simple way of just putting it is if you think of... Uh, Two teenage boys, and one of them every time he goes by and sees himself in the mirror, he smiles at himself. I love you, man. You know, and you know it may seem silly. And another kid goes by the mirror and goes, "Oh, you're disgusting. I hate you." Okay, wh- who's going to have the happier life? You know, who's mm-hmm. going to have the less health issues, or who's going to have the same health issues and gets through them much easier? You know, exactly. It's 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 like, and we choose that. See, we choose if we want to love and accept ourselves, or if we choose to hate ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um,
0: yeah. Cause anyway. there's much more than we didn't even mention, you know, like for women, yeah. our breasts is about how do we, how, how are we given of our femininity? You know, mm-hmm. are we giving too much or are we not giving enough? And, you know, female organs down below our ovaries and our, our, uterus about how are we holding on to our femininity? You know, mm-hmm. how, are we too strong? in it or are we too weak in it? You know, there is Mm -hmm. a discernment of balance. So there's so much we can say. I know. We're at the end of our hour, aren't we? Well,
1: I'll tell people how to get a hold of me. Um, I didn't introduce myself properly at the beginning, but I'll do a real quick 30 second thing here. Uh, um, I work with the Newton Institute certified through them as one of their 250 facilitators that help people go through what we call a life between lives process. In a deep state of trance, which most people can reach, uh, people are able to expand their awareness to the other side. Uh, it's like having a near-death experience without the uh, without the death part. But it's done in a very organized, a very um, it's an amazing process. And you, you, people have a list of questions they want to get answered. There's always a council there to answer your questions. Uh, there's a place you can go for healing, uh, which is amazing. Um, there's also um, you get to visit your soul group, which are which are souls that you normally incarnate with. It's like homecoming when you go there. Sounds unbelievable. We've done it with 70,000 people now. It's like you become like Natasha and you become like your own medium in the sense where you see the, and experience these images. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. Natasha can do it naturally. The rest of us, sometimes we have a process we have to go through to become like Natasha. So it's not as easy as it is for her. So anyway, I do regular therapy with people too. works great on Zoom uh, with energy psychology. I deal with fears, phobias, uh, post-traumatic stress, um, uh, depression, anxiety. Those are the main things. And um, so I'm happy if you see this now or in the future, as long as it's not too far in the future, because I want to be here. Um, but you can get a hold of me on my website. There's a lot of videos on there about the life-between-life process, and there's videos on reincarnation. There's, you know, I still have a book I'm giving away for free for a little longer. It's called Reincarnation is Real. It's about all the current research being done, which is pretty much proves that reincarnation is the the way things are. So uh and Natasha, now if they want to get hold of you or have a session, how would they do that?
0: You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. I am so loving being able to help people and I do a, a healing technique um that can uh help go through the process of going back into the birth situation too. So I do a mediumship doing or I do a um, um um meditation kind of form doing that going going back into to how we are and and doing that healing work. i've done that myself with myself (laughs) and oh my gosh it's done some great healing work and what i love about having clients of yours that go through um, go through the, um, the sessions that you go through is, is that I can give explanation to what they've seen and known because I have an understanding of it where they're seeing it for the first time. So they're like in the Holy cow, what's this all about where I can give explanations to a lot of things like that. So
1: with my sessions, I
0: can do a lot of the same thing, but give explanations and we can ask questions. Well, it's,
1: it's like you do with me, you know, a lot of times. So I've had these things, but then, you know, I don't like Some of these sessions are fi- the one today was almost seven hours long, uh, but and sometimes they're three hours or four hours. But um, mm-hmm. you learn a lot. But to integrate that all. And sometimes you need you just need a quick answer. You need a quick fix. And it's good because Natasha can just, you know, do that for you. Yes, so,
0: yes, yes. Yeah.
1: I, I'm one of her biggest fans. So, you know. Thank yeah.
0: you.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, Thank you. you know, that's the thing. See, you see, know, people, if you're looking at Natasha, and a lot of people still have this thing about, oh, someone's just after my money, People, they're just faking it and everything like that. Have a session with Natasha, have one with a couple other mediums if you want, and you'll you'll find that there are a lot of real reputable, really mm-hmm. good mediums out there that actually can do what they say they can do. And they're not just, you know, after my. There are some out there that are like that, just like some... In every profession you know so you just have to you have to give Use it a try yeah so it really Use really works
0: so angelic well,
1: clarifications is your website right yeah
0: angelic com. Right? Dot com. Mm-hmm. so and you're on plus, uh, you, you're on
1: wednesday also right you have your own show on wednesday that you do Yes, uh, life
0: clarifications with Natasha and I have Susie Goins, who is a fellow uh, community uh, intuitive, and she's a dear friend of mine. She's going to be on my show, and we're going to talk about, uh, you know, she's a channeler. We you never know where our conversation is going to yeah, be a nice. fun conversation so she's going to be on uh four o'clock pacific time on wednesday on life clarifications with natasha oh, if you know of anybody who likes podcasts this is going to be on podcast also because i know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts so all our shows are on podcast. go to pretty much any um, podcast um, platform and you can find, and it's under life clarifications with Natasha. So
1: now to get this straight, the um, the uh, podcast that you uh, are doing um, on YouTube and Facebook, it's live, but if they're listening to it on a podcast platform, it would be later after you post it. Is yes. It? It's, it's okay. these
0: shows. It's these live shows that I post on podcast. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I, I was thinking maybe some people would think that every time they listen, it's live, but it's, some of them are recorded. that are there. and Some are live. Like if you want to hear her show live or even this one here, it's good to be on YouTube, especially YouTube, because you can type in questions and we can kind of interact with you.
0: Exactly. You know, that yes. Way. OK. Yeah. And you can find me um, on all social media platforms, pretty much Natasha Venter AC. And I do inspirational quotes and um, videos, two minute like videos just to kind of get through the day and, and the energies today is Mantra Monday. I have not figured out the mantra yet, but, um, that but it's going to be coming up here tonight. And, and I love doing the mantra Mondays because it's been getting great. It's That's just been great. helping a lot of people. So, and
1: again, it's this, it's like my favorite one you have is, you know, you're talking to yourself, say, I love myself that I'm perfectly imperfect. You know, mm-hmm. what a good thing to, to, to realize, to give yourself some, Give yourself some slack. You know, yes. We're all we're all messed up in some way or another, and we're working through it. And <laughs> we're working through the mess. Me- what's good is we work on the messed up part. We end up being better people. So exactly, you know,
0: exactly. Look at it like
1: uh, a challenge or something good, not something something bad or like uh, something evil. You know.
0: Exactly. Um, so exactly. I will.
1: I w- we will see you all uh, next week. On, mon- sure to, on
0: Monday, on and Monday we have not decided what we're going to talk about on Monday yet, but yeah, we, will. Um, we will. And um, I have somebody who is helping us get uh, people on for our I, shows.
1: Yeah, I just sent a couple more over to you this week of people that have requested to be mm-hmm. on our show. And one of them, I forget right now, but I just went, wow, 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 it looked real amazing. So
0: I'm yes. sure you'll get all
1: that and forward on to her and we'll see if we can get them on the show. Uh, Definitely. Well,
0: bless, blessings, everyone, and we are so grateful that you sit here and watch us. And Veronica, I hope that uh, that you you know work through whatever your body is trying to teach you to show you, because yeah, I know you're going through a lot right now, and that's a good place for things to sit is right there at the base of your rib cage, at the at that corner of the rib cage going into the softer part of the gut. So um, blessings to everyone. And remember, Regan and I are both here with no judgment. We love to support you going through your shadow work, your dark times, to be enlightened, to be your better self. Yeah. Blessings all. See you Mondays and Wednesdays at 4 o'clock Pacific time on YouTube and Facebook. Natasha Mentor AC. Bye now.
1: Goodbye.